gag me, take me to the bunny ranch. People dying, kill me in the packing house. Even you have to dream come true. For which one? I do this with you every week. I know, I know. We, well, we're waking everybody up. It's know? everyone's dream come true. Yes, And yes. again, this is the podcast you listen to in the morning, apparently. Yes, yes, in the middle of the night. Because we constantly wake you up. Surprise! Surprise, Mac's here. <laughs> yeah. uh, and Matt, I should say, welcome to Bunny Ears. I am Matt Cohen, and I already give it a little bit away. Your name? I am Devin Selwood Third, Esquire <laughs> <Another> Jr. <laughs> Dude, he's he's like he's siring like a stud. That guy. I know, I know. That, uh, yeah, he's leaving the there's, Sawa legacy. There's a lot of Devin Sawas out there, and apparently they're lawyers. Look, man, there are there are there are filmmaking legacies out there, right? You have the Barrymores. Yes. Everyone from Lionel to Little Drew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, you've got the Baldwins. Yeah, yeah. Everyone yep. from Stephen to Haley on Drop the Mic on yeah, TBS. Yeah, yeah. You got the Douglases. Sure, sure, sure. There's lots of Culkins out there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you guys are okay, yeah, I guess. Yeah. But you know what? There's a shit ton of Sawas now. Yeah, that's the that's the real acting dynasty. Yeah, yeah. In, in 500 years, there's gonna be a Sawa a Sawa in every house. Uh, I say a, a, a Sawa in every corner, and a vacuum in every living room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 40 uh, acres in a Sawa. <laughs> oh Jesus! You're probably gonna cut can we that. start? No, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not. So much so, can we start a sub production company called 40, 40 Acres in a Sawa, <laughs> Sawa Productions? Sounds good. And make a, a Spike Lee bong. We'll put for everyone. <laughs> yeah. Just to switch it up a little bit. Uh, you sold. We're sold. talking. We're talking movies this week. And and Warren, you've oft requested us do that uh i guess movies are a thing that yeah, we, we have in yeah, common we talked with kevin a little bit about movies bit. but but not, not like a movie thingy right well, that was a lot of john hughes centric stuff and that might come up today but like i am a lover of film you are a part of i'm film. I'm, I'm, I'm soft on it yeah, you, no, yeah. it's okay I'm, to you oh, right yeah, but, you know, uh, yeah. uh, and we have a guest with us today who is definitely 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 um implanted himself in the history of cinema uh, indeed we do in the in the last few years uh in a Major, awesome, surprising way, um, and uh, he's a film buff, and he's a cool guy, and he's got a he's got a really interesting story and a connection to Mac we hear about, uh, or at least a personal connection. Yeah, I, I can't wait to hear. You love stuff about you. I know, I do. It's what your, can it's I your say? favorite. Uh, yeah, I'm amazing. Yeah, you're, you're, <laughs> by the grace of God, go you. By um, the grace of God. I don't even like. You know what? If I was doing this podcast years ago when I first discovered this gentleman's work, there would have to have been like a long talk up and like the history of a thing. But at this point, I feel like you could just say, uh, it's Greg Sestero from The Room. And, 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 Ladies and, and gentlemen, yeah. Greg Sestero. Sinestro. <laughs> from The Sinestro. Room. Sinestro. It's Green Lantern's uh, uh, enemy, Sinestro. We've been calling you Sinestro, by the way. Actually, you that, know, yeah, I, I, for I, like mis I mispronounced it <laughs> before. That I called you Sinestro, so now, like, you familiar with comics? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, like, yeah, like, so it's, you know, it's Green Lantern's, like, main villain. No and way, okay. Yeah, yeah. You, so, you can so do whatever you, you want with my what name. Is the so we've been calling you, we been calling you Sinestro Wait a minute, what a is villain. the real pronunciation of your name? Sestero. So I was right. But, yeah, oh, I got right. so nervous because you looked at me like, oh, this guy fucked up my name already. He doesn't know who I am. And yeah, I was like, no, it's I, I think I was going with the Sinestro thing. So no, yeah, yeah. it's all good. It's I, all I good. jumped right okay. into that. I got yeah. real nervous. But I was like, am I dyslexic? or? We thought you were like, yeah, Green Lantern's main villain. You guys know Greg from The Room. And then recently his story and his book was turned into a major motion picture. Yeah, oh, there you go. Uh, called the Disaster Artist mm -hmm. uh, that got nominated. Hashtag Me Too. Hashtag Me Too. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. Here we go. Here we fucking go. Uh, what's up, man? Oh man, it's great to be here. Um, you know, it all it all started. My love for movies to want to get into uh, the business was when I saw Home Alone when I was in seventh grade. Oh, you flatter me, sir. It's funny because I'm right here. You're my, that's uh, him. Yeah, yeah. No, he's I mean, the guy in the flesh. Literally, my my acting hero. A lot of times, I'll do Q and As, and they'll be like. 
you know, what was the movie that got you into want to get into acting? And Tommy's always like, oh, you know, Marlon Brando, Streetcar Named Desire. And I'm like, Home Alone, Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> wow. And everybody, no. everybody cheers, oh, man. So. I, I am flattered so you're as, acting, as, all, you're, as all pixies. Your acting idol is a nine-year-old boy. <laughs> yeah. well, he had chops, though. <laughs> that sounds so a wrong, A nine-year-old boy with that fucking talent. That sounds so wrong. The so way I, you just said it. No, I saw Home Alone, and I was like, I wanted to like live in that movie. So I, I went home, and I wrote a script, and I wrote a role for myself. No, as you do <laughs> that that Kevin McAllister was going to take a trip to Disney World to have the perfect Christmas and he needed a buddy to go with him. And since I'm only a this couple is years, fan, this sounds like you fan yourself, but go on, go on. I, I was about to say slash pick, but we don't know where it goes. <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, exactly. so this is like 1990. And, and I wrote a part for myself to to be his buddy to travel with him to Disney World, where the bandits now escaped prison and are working as janitors at Disney World. And so they attack us in Disney World and we have to fight them off going on all the rides. And, and I pitched it that, that Disney would be on board with Fox. I wrote a letter to John Hughes and I looked it up and I really thought this was going to happen. But I was like going to be your older buddy uh, to help you out because I thought you might need help. How, how old were you at this time? Seventh grade. Oh, okay, see, they, that's what I'm saying. Like, like, but because oh, of course it's like, yeah, no, I thought it was gonna happen. Like, yeah, I, yeah, like, I totally it's did. Like, yeah, like, when Matt, you're, like, did that pitch ever old, make it? Think, yeah. Did that pitch ever make it to your desk? The <laughs> Disney World sequel? Uh, uh, you know, I, I it did not. Okay, but it, it may have. But you know what? I was only like 11, so there you go. I'll be honest. Yeah. First off, I love I love a third movie that takes place in an amusement park. Prime, primarily Beverly Hills Cop Three, so I'm down. I'm, I'm, yes, I'm yes. down. Uh, I for years had a Gremlins Three idea where it was. I'll give it away because it's everyone else has had this idea, but it's like they get loose on the Warner Brothers lot, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And, oh, so they became the Animaniacs. Exactly, but oh, so right, it's, no, right, right. Yeah, so yeah. I, I love the idea of like, oh, it's the third one. Let's go to Crazy Town. Yeah. Uh, do you still have a copy of that? Script? I do. Yeah, I wanted to you get really it here. Fuck yes. You've saved it after I've all these saved years. It. So, so the fuck night. Yes. So get this: the night before the Oscar nominations this year. I, uh, I had the package, put it by my bed, and I thought if, if the Disaster Artist gets nominated for something, it proves that if you're crazy enough to dream, that weird shit can happen. Mm-hmm. And um, so I woke up that morning. Script still wasn't made, but it did get the Disaster Artist did get nominated yeah, for yeah, Best yeah, Episode, yeah. which was... Which was insane, but uh, the fact that I get to sit here and, and meet you is just is even okay. How about more. this? How about we're the bandits now? Okay, <laughs> I'll be honest, dude. We can get on a flight to Orlando. We're old, we're old enough now. Guys, I'm pretty sure we're Joe Pesci's age now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Now we could really do it. Yeah, I think it's better if it's the two of you as you look right now yeah. playing children. Just, like, oh, guys, I got an iPhone. We can go to Disney World. Yeah, yeah. Like this is all doable. You just unleashed. Uh, we can't not do it. It's Chekhov's uh, Home Alone fanfic right like <laughs> wait doesn't Check disney offs. own fox now so no, I not yet uh, no not yet no they have the deal in place uh, okay. but comcast has actually just put in a big old offer okay. and seven weeks from now <laughs> like when this we can, airs we find out because yeah, we'll actually, yeah, yeah. actually disney is voting on it in the first week of of july look look at me hey. reading articles <laughs> yeah so, so we <laughs> we know now and the answer is Den- denver broncos, denver broncos. Denver broncos. <laughs> um <laughs> What's oh, that? we should also say, excuse me. Yeah, we, yeah, we excuse me. Oh, we're so rude. Oh, my God. No, no, we're so Mac, rude. Mac, introduce our friend, if you would. Okay, this is uh, my good friend. We go way back. Yes, we have lots of mutual friends. This is Allie. Allie, say hi. Hey, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> no, hold on. We can't hear you. Hi. Yeah. yeah. There we go. He's a fellow <laughs> Long Islander and... Uh, uh, a film business maverick, and uh, yeah, we're uh, lucky yeah. to have her here yeah, yeah, today. Yeah, yeah, she's she's the John McCain of. <laughs> yes, she's the John McCain yeah. of the she's film. A maverick. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
So I was going to say, so I did send the script to John Hughes and I got a letter back with the Hughes production. He actually package, gave you again, and like he's a letter like, back. Yeah. He was nice enough to say like, you know, follow your dreams and all that. And, and I, so I always wanted to thank him one day. And unfortunately when he passed away, uh, yes, but too, I thought he probably would have been like, yeah. he would have, <laughs> he probably would have, he probably would have been, um, mediums. he probably would have said like, dude, that note inspired you to help make the room. So That's I don't, I don't, cool. I don't think he would have, uh, well, he, he was, he was, he was a cool, like soft and sweet kind of yeah, soul. And he's definitely. the kind of guy who would write you like, you know, yeah. personally, you think he would have, he would have appreciated a, a seventh grader writing a full screenplay and yeah. Well, right. No, exactly. Like, yeah, like that's what I mean. Like he was like soft and sweet in that kind definitely. of way that like, he would. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if he was the one who personally like, you know, wrote that letter. He's that, he was that kind of guy like, awesome, in the Mr. Rogers kind of sense of the word sure. like, where he actually like wrote back to all well, there's a reason he makes kids movies, right. Or, or movies for teens. Like you don't do that. He, that that wasn't a cash grab or like ooh this is a genre that's no he obviously cared about no that's yeah, I mean, he, he had a good, stuff good, he good soft soul and yeah. all that kind of stuff and you know especially once he had kids that's why he started going into like the 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 child kind of movies Greg, so like you the Home Alones the the Beethovens and things like that I just you worried know? if I met him and said hey man thank you so much he's like well what have you done and I'm like oh I did the room he might have been like <laughs> I oh oh that I should, maybe I should no. um, here's a great thing so you you that was when you yeah, found home, out you, Home Alone five <laughs> yes. the room two like, Home Alone five the room two Lost in the room. If yeah. we can get Tommy as like the lost wet bandit cousin, I feel like we could get this dude. I brought yeah, yeah. Tommy to the Home Alone house. We were doing a thing in, in Winnetka. Winnetka. In Winnetka, yeah, we're, we'll we're doing a thing soon, in Northwestern yeah. uh, a few years ago when I was working on the book, and I was like, I looked it up, and it was like four miles away. We walked there, and Tommy's like, "Where do you take me? This is ridiculous." <laughs> so we get to the house. He's that's like, a, "That's a good Tommy." Yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. He, "He's like, you have obsession. You're not a little kid. You need to grow up." Uh, <laughs> and then we're walking around the corner and some dude walks up and he's like are you are you the guys from the room and i thought this is just perfect there right near the home alone house that's so cool well, man. Also, so at, in seventh grade you discovered you wanted to be in the film business and it, it's been a constant trying to achieve that goal ever since basically yeah, basically yeah. which is incredible because it shows the foresight i mean you didn't have that choice you were I just I there tripped, i tripped and fell yeah Whereas, into it. I kind of I'm falling upwards. Whereas I sent a letter in seventh. Dig up, stupid. I yeah. sent a letter in seventh grade also. I sent it to the Queen of England and it was warning her. <laughs> Go on. It was Go warning on. her that the Kraken <laughs> lived in dark. De- I, I, me and my friend started a monster, cl- a cryptozoology club. And we had we had figured out that the Kraken was probably hiding in the waters off of Scotland. And we wanted to warn that, Yeah, them. that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and I didn't wind up being <laughs> so a monster hunter. So you wrote the Queen of England so you were, about it? You were, yeah, it seemed like the person to she tell. Didn't, she didn't personally write you back? No, there was no response no, on no, that one. Man. But that shows where I was in seventh grade. Like oh. as much as you fell into the film industry, I fell into my life. So it, <laughs> it's always impressive when I meet people who who knew what they wanted to do at such an early age, and then, I mean, you know what? I, I loved film, and I I wanted to be a director, but I didn't know what that meant, and I did nothing to achieve that whatsoever. Also, he used air quotes there, anywhere <laughs> with the sure. side of his mouth. But I did yeah. nothing to achieve it. I didn't have like a plan or a path, and the fact that like you fucking worked that hard for that long until you did what you did, and. Snuck your way in is kind of an understatement, right? Like well, you, yeah, you, definitely. you guys were the biggest, the biggest underdog, uh, dark horse success in the history of the film business. Yeah, honestly, if, if I tripped and fell upward, I mean, yeah, you stumbled and tripped and you know, <laughs> flipped and you know, yeah, yeah, man, exactly, somersaulted and the whole works. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. And you guys got a new oh. movie out, right? Yeah, tell us about it. Yeah, so um, I saw Rough Cut of the Disaster Artist, and I thought it would be a great chance to write something for Tom. Like we were talking about vampires earlier. And I thought 
It'd be a great chance to write. Not something. on the podcast, by the way, Warren. Well, yeah, in case no, you're like, like, when did they talk actually, about vampires? We're the kings of talking about things that we yeah. like they they don't hear. Before we started so, like, recording, so, like, we talked about vampires. You don't need to know the details. So there you go, vampires go. Okay, so Tommy's <laughs> always wanted to play a vampire, and I thought I'm going to write a movie where he cl- pretty much plays a vampire and uh, take it totally seriously. I had an edible late one night, and I started writing the story. And in four days, I wrote it out. I pitched it to Tommy and he's like, sure, we can try. Why not? And, <laughs> you know, um, man. <laughs> and then, um, but he had one random request. He's like, what about a movie? If I'm same height as you. <laughs> Wait, that was that, that's that's a prerequisite. Yeah, like that's, that's, that no, was the one nothing, caveat. No, nothing about the story. Nothing about the story. Nothing about the characters. It's like just like no. What about my height? Yeah, same yeah. height. And so I was like, if that's like, if that, that's amazing. If that's what you want, man. So he went and had these platform heels made. And how much shorter is he than you? He's like five seven, five eight. I and think. you're like a tall dude. I mean, how yeah, tall so are I, you? Uh, like six one, six two. So he so. wanted to be five inches taller for the. Entirety of the, the film. Oh, God, of the I'm making a like a fun frowny face right now. It's like just like oh really? Like that's what was important to him. <laughs> and he went for it. He got these platform heels made, these pants to cover the shoes, and he's like, I have one rule: you cannot show my shoes in movie. First, <laughs> oh God! <laughs> okay, sorry. Go on. The sorry. first scene in the movie, you see his shoes, and so he's not happy about that. But so basically. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, oh. I'm not laughing. Like I'm like, kind of laughing with this. Like because I, I love Tommy. Like yeah, I, I big love and respect even like for him. But like, go on. <laughs> so he um yeah he's he's a special soul. Um yeah. So we make this movie. It's completely insane. Um, and it was just something that I felt like we had to go in a different direction. What's it about? The... Tell tell us. Give so, us give so, us give us the couple sentences. Yeah. So Tommy yeah. plays this mortician. Perfect, perfect fit. Sure. Who was in love with the the Black Dahlia who suffered this terrible murder? Elizabeth, uh, Elizabeth Short. Short. At the Cecil Hotel. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's we, right. We yeah. talked about this on a previous episode. Know, of yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm obsessed with true crime. Us so too, man. Yeah. I went oh, yeah. to that hotel and walked around. I have a YouTube channel. Now for it's you. called You'll the love. Stay yeah. on Maine. Yes. Yeah, it is. it is. Yeah, we yeah. tried to go film there, and then they're like, "Dude, this place is possessed. I don't know if you want to do it." I was oh. trying to go into the room where apparently she lived, and so anyway, I get I get kind of obsessed with weird stuff. Yeah, but yeah. like uh, Home so- Alone, no. <laughs> <laughs> that it was, was my other was all, obsession. It was all right, I guess. <laughs> I prefer Black Dahlia. I prefer, <laughs> I prefer the sequel. <laughs> um, and so he was in love with this character. I play this homeless drifter who we meet, and um. I discover he's got this fortune of gold teeth that he's been collecting over the years. <laughs> so I steal a bag and I sell it and I make a good amount of money. Now my brother's a dentist, so he told me this true story about this th- these things that go gold on. Gold teeth, like thieves. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so um, teeth and- thievery, <laughs> teeth thieves, <laughs> teeth thieves. So so basically, my character steals it, sells it. They start making really good money. So think it's like a simple plan, but with gold teeth. Yeah. And so it's uh, so I discover he's like ripping me off, and it gets really kind of twisty and weird. Uh, and it's in two parts, right? Yeah, so we shot so much and ended up being two, two movies. Two wow, movies. Yeah. It's like Grindhouse. <laughs> <laughs> there are no Home Alone references. Ah, um, oh, he's not I'm out. I'm out. You know what? Yeah. Can you edit them in for for, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Th- for the DVD release? But or now something? I'm really kicking myself I'll, that I didn't do it. I'll, but... I'll, I'll do some commentary. How about that? <laughs> like, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's a really weird movie. I think it's I, again with the room to follow that up. You got to go in a different direction. And, and yeah, Tommy, I mean, and Tommy, Tommy didn't. Clever, and yeah. Tommy didn't direct this one 
No, I feel like it was really <laughs> Which, a good chance to let him be an actor. Yes. Yeah. No, I think it's. Yeah, and, and just, you know, I think it's clever in a couple of different and just, ways. If, yes. even, if you watch the trailer online, Warren, and definitely seek it out. Like even just seeing Tommy shot in a way that he didn't shoot himself professionally and kind of with really nice cinematography, you go like, "Well, Tommy could be in movie." Like mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Well, that's what I always thought when I saw him in the class. I was like, "This dude has something. It's just not a." He's Fabio got a great presence. Banker yeah. that he yeah. casts himself in it, the room. It, it's that I can't put my finger on it. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so the room that was fun, right? <laughs> yeah, amazing. Uh, yeah. Right. I mean, I, well, that's the room. No, I'm kidding. I, I no. mean, <laughs> that was the room. <laughs> I mean, it's just um, you. You've lived so. So I mean, I guess disaster artist is more interesting thing on that, and that will segue into us our larger conversation. So I remember like hearing even about the book being written before it came out. I remember really, Cause, cause, absolutely, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I, I, I think didn't didn't the Franco's didn't he buy it before it actually even came out? It was out, like or, right right when it came out. That's yeah. galley yeah. edition. That's what I mean. Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, that was almost yeah. Like, it was like yeah, and just and I did pitch when we had the first conversation. About you playing the part. Oh my goodness! But, oh gosh! <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. So when I when I met up with Dave, he's like, "Are you disappointed that Macaulay Culkin's not playing you?" I was like, "No, no, it's all right. It's all right. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's all right. It's cool. It's cool." Yeah. Uh, you know what? Dave will be disappointed. He's not. Play- he's not in our Home Alone three movie. I know. Oh, I know, right? Yeah. yeah. Three, because we're gonna pretend the other ones didn't happen. The other ones didn't happen. Like yeah. the new Halloween movie, right? Yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah. You got it. You got yeah. it. We yeah. Got yeah. It. There we well, go. Guys, we're gonna make this movie. We're doing this. Uh, yeah. So I mean, I guess you're the- signed. Here we go. Here's the contracts there. We figured you'd be a good dude to talk to you about movies in general. We've never yeah. really done like, you know, a movies, like a movie theme. episode, right? Yeah. So like, what do you have a favorite movie ever made? A number I, one. I do. Uh, Back to the Future. Nice. Uh, nice. Good That's choice. A good, that's a good yeah. choice. That's a good choice. Why, why is it your favorite? Um, I think it's just something that I can watch over and over. It's, it's almost like the perfect movie because every plant has a payoff. Yes. Um, and it, yeah. you know, it does, it does things that I think kids love, adults love. It's nostalgic. It's just a movie that, I think just speaks to a lot of people. I would yeah, agree, yeah. man. Yeah. Mac, do you have a number one favorite of I all time? I don't. I'm not really a guy who has number yeah, one. You're I bad mean, with lists. You I have know, number I'm ter- fours. I'm ter- yeah, I have nothing but number fours on, on my top ten list. Uh, uh, um, Big Trouble in China. You do always, always, Ar- always. Arthur, maybe. Arthur is there. Uh, um, what else is there? There is. I'm. Oh, I mean, I have guilty pleasure ones that I'm actually going to hold back. Like, yeah, we'll save that saying, for guilty pleasure. So I have one of those, like, and, and I'm like you, but right? I, I, yeah, yeah. I love, 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 love movies. It was oh, my... Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Boom. That was the one I was starting to think oh, of. Nice. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Why did any any particular reason those? I mean, we did Arthur on the Kevin because Smith they're episode. fantastic, yeah. and they're also like everything that Greg said about his movie. It's like it's the same. They're perfect. Yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> I struggled. Everything pays off. I struggled for years with like a favorite, right? Because I'm like, Kiwis is amazing. I used to see, right? Thank me, you. Incredible. Me and my dad used to see like four movies a week, and I was obsessed with movies. And I could, I was like, when the uh, Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon game came out, kids in my school would like walk up in the cafeteria with like groups of people and make me do it in front of them to show like I had obs- I have an obsessive knowledge of movies. And for years, it really took me. It took me a long time to like winnow my choice down to my number one. And I'm fairly confident in still it shifts, but I think my favorite Citizen movie, Kane? Dazed and Confused. Oh, I love it. It's my favorite movie ever made. It's it's just a, it is every character has a full arc. Every character has catharsis. It's just like a perfect like encapsulation of like what it's like to be. Fucking... I think when uh, when Eddie when Leaf was here, we yeah. talked about that. Like I've actually seen that movie like no less than like 70, 80 oh, times. Oh sure, dude, it's fucking yeah. Like, I'm like that. And yeah. then I got my like, and then we'll, I got my standards. I'll go like. 
Roger Rabbit Battle Royale Pulp Fiction Spirited Away <laughs> Fear and Loathing in Las I Vegas love how, I love that it's like one sentence with no commas yeah cause yeah, it's yeah. like my pretentious <laughs> fucking yeah, yeah. when I was a kid in high school and I was like Darren Aronofsky and Guillermo del Toro mm-hmm. and fucking mm-hmm. and the, that's really I used to see a lot of independent films and that's what really like do you have any other kind of like films that are my love like, yeah do, do you have like a phony baloney answer for that kind of thing also where it's kind of like yeah, oh what's Citizen like your, Kane what's the list what's like your yeah, stream yeah. of consciousness list of the movies that made your, de- your movie actually, DNA you know what actually my favorite movie actually is Royal Tenenbaums is and it, that's, and my, and that's my kind of like a, it's also kind of a phony baloney answer too because it's so like oh it's so chic you know, yeah, know. I would say Sunset Boulevard is another one that there I really love. There you go. Love. We were talking there about that last night. We actually, last night we were at dinner. Yeah. We were actually talking about that movie. Yeah. Sunset Boulevard It's almost a horror film it is. we were, we were it wagering. Is. Yeah, it yeah, really, I, really is, right? When I was working on The Disaster Artist, I, I pictured if it was made into a movie, it would be like Sunset Boulevard. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Double Indemnity I really like. Sure. Uh, Nightcrawler is another favorite. I actually the, really like that the one. The Jake all one? Yep. Yeah, 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 it's really fucking I, surprisingly I really liked it. good. Yeah, yeah. Really, he's fantastic. He really is. Um, I tried to fight him for a while. Like, you know, not physically, <laughs> physically fight him. No, not physically fight him, but I tried to fight like, his career. Devin Sala? And I'm like, no, no, he's really good. Like, it's like, yeah, like, no, no, you, you, you got it, kid. He's good, Because, yeah, I always thought of October Sky. See, I was Donnie Darko. Donnie Darko was like, as every other like depressed kid on Ritalin in the '90s. That was like, oh man, that's that's me in a movie. And then you see it a few years later, and you're like, all right, mm-hmm. yeah. It was yeah. a thing at its time that mm-hmm. meant a lot to me. Do you have a phony baloney, uh, like you know, like fancy pants kind of uh, uh, kind Casablanca? Of Okay, it's like go. as one of my pretend- Maltese Falcon. Uh, I love uh, I love uh, Jean Pierre Jeunet. So the guy who did like yeah. Amelie and Delicatessen. So okay. there's my there like. Go. I love the films of Jacques Tati. Like I can oh, I, look at you. I can get fancy on you. Oh, yeah, yeah. You Mon Uncle. You didn't even go to film school, did you? Um, I went to three film schools. Oh, thank you. No, they, they I got, got, so th- these are film school answers. I got zero credits. Like, yeah. Oh yeah, Battleship Potemkin. Yes, there you go. There you go. Uh, I got zero credits at all of them, so I didn't really go to film school. But right. I attended a little bit. Oh, okay. Do you have any like movies you were really, really disappointed in? Uh, um, like the ones that like have you ever walked out of a movie? Um, Dumb and Dumber Two. Oh, uh, the, the T-O-O one? Yeah. Yeah. Is that the, the one with Jeff Daniels and Jim Carrey, or is that the one it with the It was the sequel that came out a few years ago. Okay, it was yeah. the one with the... Re- oh, the, the, the new one. The like new the, one. Yeah, Not, yeah. Oh, so the other one was Dumb and Dumberer. Yeah, yes, yes. yeah, the prequel. And you like that one. I like... I, I, I stayed <laughs> for that one. <laughs> I, I, I like the original, the other one. Me too. And then I also did walk out of um, Phantom Menace. Did you really? Yeah, I did. How really? Like, like, the first time, too? The first time? How old were you? Um, what was it, like nineteen or twenty or something? See, I was I was like fourteen, so I didn't have the foresight to be like, "This is a horrible movie." I was, I was just, just like, like, "I'm a kid." Jar Jar was coming on. I was like about halfway through. A friend of mine was visiting from France, and they kind of looked at me like, "This movie is terrible." The like, French love Jar Jar. <laughs> <laughs> I think they notoriously he, yeah, yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like a, the, he's the, like the Jerry, new Jerry Lewis. Jerry, the, yeah, Jerry Lewis. It's the Jerry Lewis of was. Have you ever walked out on a movie? Uh, yeah. Um. Okay, I don't really walk out on movies. I've actually done this thing where like I go to the lobby and like just hang eat, out, eat all the hot dogs, <laughs> and then probably come back for like you know like the, the tail end of the third act kind of thing. I'm I'm actually looking it up right now. I walked out of a DB Sweeney movie, and I don't know which one it is. <laughs> and so, what year was this? Oh, I mean, this is like nineteen, like you know, ninety. You were seven years old. You walked out of the movie, and yeah, no, I I, I was just invited to it, and I like. Listen, he has 103 credits, so it's going to take a second. All right. I, I, uh, I definitely, like, my parents... It wasn't the Memphis Belle, though. While you look, my, uh, my parents definitely made us walk out of movies, like, a bunch. I can't remember specifically. A couple times, uh, once it was The Longest Good Night because it got, like, too violent and too sexy, and I was too young, and I was devastated because I was loving it. 
And then <laughs> I saw Death to Smoochie with my grandpa, and 10 minutes in, he was like, we're not fucking doing this. <laughs> I, I just can't do it. And it later became like one of my favorite underrated movies. But I have, as like an adult or as a teenager, only walked out of one movie of my own volition, and it was a movie called Stealing Harvard, and it was with Jason Lee and Tom Green. Oh, gosh, I remember that. I remember that. that. And I made it like I didn't 20 it minutes in, and I was like, I just can't fucking physically do this yeah, anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's about somebody who like uh, kills themselves. They get their roommate to kill themselves. That's Dead Men on Campus. Gets, oh, okay. And oh, that is that's with a Mark Paul MPG, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Mark yeah, Paul Gosler, shout out. Uh, uh, and that one's okay. And the kid from... Um, Zach Morris. And the kid from... Uh, uh, the kid, he's like 20 years older than me. The dude from That Thing You Do, uh, I think, is the other guy in that. Yeah, yes, yes. The, I know you're talking about. Yeah. Shade. They, is there, John, yeah, Shades. Yeah, Jonathan something. G- yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's... Jonathan Sheck, that's right, yeah. That's right. He lives close, a block away from here? Get Dude. <laughs> Dude. Get your drums. Let's right. do this. I have an electronic drum kit. Let's, <laughs> let's get on this. Let's fucking do this. Uh, you let's know... You, uh, don't you know uh, the other TV player or something? We'll figure it out. We'll do it. that thing you do reunion. Yeah, yeah. We'll, a, yeah, we'll look at yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll, no, we'll have its whole... We did talk about this. You went <laughs> uh, You went down an Ethan Embry hole. An Ethan Embry hole one night. Yeah, yeah. I just like... for like. All of a sudden, I watched like four movies. It was after like, the the shootings in Paris, and I was living there. And so there was a curfew; couldn't leave the house. So next thing you know, I'm watching Vegas Vacation and like that thing you do. And like you only all, realized after like, the theme, can't right? hardly wait. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god, Ethan Embry's in every movie I'm watching tonight. <laughs> like I was like, yeah, I was like, all right, cool. Like, you yeah. put on Citizen Kane and Ethan Embry's in the background. You <laughs> yeah. realize he snuck himself into every movie ever made because he's yep. the Slender Man. Because <laughs> uh, he is the Slender Man. Um, so the name of the DB Sweeney oh, movie, please. I'm circling back around, uh, it was called Sons. Okay. It was called Sons. What, do you remember why you walked out? Because I didn't want to go. And then, <laughs> like, and, like, and then, like, yeah, and kind of just, yeah, yeah. And I think I was just starting to smoke cigarettes kind of thing. So, Dude, yeah. okay. So I was a... Uh, 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 William Forsyth is in Degenerate it. <laughs> cigarette smoker for many a year. And the way I worked it as, as my teenagers, which was I was also a degenerate cigarette smoker coupled with a, just a fucking degenerate... When I would go to the movie theater, I would go to the emergency exit in, to the left and right of the screen, prop it open halfway, and just smoke cigarettes in that little alcove, and like lean my head out to watch the screen and like pop back in and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were, yeah, you, know, you get away with that kind of stuff. Like the first time I watched uh, Pulp Fiction, I, I drank forties. I used to drink forties in, in, in the aisle. In Manhattan. Like, yeah, that was. Did yeah. you ever drop one accidentally and have it roll down the whole aisle? Because I did. No, you've actually you've during this Lost before. in La Mancha at the Angelica. <laughs> I was fucking wasted, and all of a sudden I heard ding, 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 crash, and everyone shot around. I just like sunk into my seat. No, wait, no. Here's the trick in something like that: is that you turn around and look at the person behind you, like that. You just join it. Yeah, yeah. You just join the looking back. That guy just left. Look at that guy. Look at this guy right behind me. Most disappointing movie experience in terms of a movie you had high expectations for. And and it, and it sucked. Is it Phantom Menace again, or like yeah? Probably the probably the room. I walked out of that. Um, I, I think um, too soon. Yeah. <laughs> and we're talking about the movie with Brie Larson, right? And the little yeah, yeah. boy, just room. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. that's right. That's what when we say that's that. Right. I, just want I think to clarify. They, Tommy thinks that they. He's. I, I was like, you know, Room is going to be nominated for an Oscar. He said, Well, you shouldn't get nominated for stealing title. You know. <laughs> <laughs> um, again, you do a good Tommy. <laughs> I think uh, most yeah, people not. I don't think people know you do such a good Tommy. To be fair, it's way yeah, yeah. way too much practice. Um, <laughs> I, I'm trying I, to think. He if, seems like he's like impossible not to impersonate. It, yeah, because he immediately he doesn't speak like anybody else. So immediately you become fascinated trying to do the accent. Since my mom was French, 
I've always been into accents and his like French like, from France French. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wow, yeah. yeah. So that was my he first language. He lives there so. sometimes. Oh, you live in what, did they, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's your mom's name? Maybe they know each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's we, yeah. Marie Jose. Oh, Marie <laughs> yeah, Jose. Knows that Marie oui. Jose. Ah, oh, c'est cool, c'est so cool. How did you like living in Paris? Uh, you know, the food sucked, the wine was terrible, and the women were ugly. But otherwise, it was fantastic. <laughs> Trademark Macaulay Culkin. I know, I, know. I, 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 love, I love that line. I, I you should sell it. that to the French Tourism Council. Yeah, yeah the wine sucked. It's a great line. What if you just did commercials with like a baguette and a beret <laughs> being like France? I don't know. Why not? Yeah, why, hey, why not? Uh, check out Disney World. <laughs> um, so a movie, um, I think, well, Phantom Menace obviously comes to mind. Were you oh, huge I, know, I know, okay, I know, I know. In uh, Indiana Jones. Oh, can you the, the crystal the, skull? The about halfway one, yeah. through, you were just really. I was just like, like, this. Your just heart isn't. bottomed out, <laughs> right? I was like, this just isn't working. Did you um, have high expectations for it? Because I think I already was prepared to hate it. I mean, I just I love Last Crusade. Me too, and I watched dude. It's it like so many favorite movies. Yeah, I've ever I watched made. it so yeah. many times for years that I thought you can't really mess Are this you up. You too, specifically Last Crusade. Yeah, because that was my favorite indie movie. That was my favorite too. And I like Raiders as I got older, and Temple of Doom is okay. But I cut my teeth on Temple of Doom. Okay, <laughs> yeah. were, that, yeah. was the, that was the one that was always on basic cable. Crusade was my oh, man. Yeah. I had it on VHS, and I saw it in theaters. And like, I loved Sean Connery, and I was just fucking in it. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, yeah, that like inspired my love of like Sean Connery. No, like the occult and mysticism. Not mysticism, but like weird. You know, all my weird ancient right. mysteries and yeah, yeah. that kind of shit. Yeah, the occult. Yeah, yeah. I think I think you nailed the, occult, it with the first basically. word. Satan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade made me love Satan. You're welcome, mysticism. Steven Spielberg. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, do you have a disappointer? Uh, oh yeah, the second two Matrix movies. You know, that's I think good, I think those one. like yeah, those yeah. were kind of just because the first one was so, for lack of a better word, dope. Uh, <laughs> and, the, and the second one was kind of just like I couldn't get over it. Yeah. Like, I was watching it on a plane. I was one of those twelve-hour kind of flights, and it was just uh, I was sitting next to our buddy Seth. Yeah, yeah. And so he Dr. saw Seth me Green. watching it, and I was just like gobsmacked. I was just like I couldn't believe how terrible it was. Yeah. So then he goes to sleep. He wakes up. He sees me watching the movie again, and then watching it again. And then when we flew back again, like in another twelve-hour flight, just to try to flight, understand it, he like saw me watching it again, and, and he was like, "I was like, I'm trying to understand this. I'm like, I, I am blown away. I'm like, I have." How? How? Why? What? I, no. Have you? I haven't read. I don't think I've ever rewatched it since I saw them in theaters. I feel like Blair Witch did kind of did the same thing. Where they try to take it up. The second one you're talking, or, yeah, the, or yeah. the more recent one? The second one. Oh shit! They made that remake. Yeah, there's the Book of Shadows. That's that was right, the second, second one, one yeah, with yeah, the yeah. mental hospital, and it was like a real movie. All of a mm -hmm. sudden, it's like the first one had something that worked. And, and and then they try to like bump it up and do something totally different with it. And I think it kind of just takes they tried away to the mountain do it. Yeah. They tried to make yeah. it extreme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Mine was uh, I specifically remember mine was a movie called Reign of Fire. Oh my god, with Matthew yes. McConaughey and Christian Bale. And oh yeah, it was like right. it was about hey, dragons. Hey, right? here's a movie trailer for you, little Matt Cohen. It's dragons fighting like tanks and helicopters and shit. And I was like, with Batman. Yeah, I was like, oh right on, I'm in. <laughs> and this local CD store by my house, the guy sold like promotional movie shit that people would trade in. And I bought a Reign of Fire t-shirt before the movie came out, wore it for just like rocking weeks. It. Just rocking To be it. like, you guys, I'm an early adopter to what's going to be the best movie ever made. Wore it to the theater, and like 10 minutes in, I just like Aww. started slinking down in my chair. And as soon as we left and I got home, I just threw the shirt out because I didn't want to think about it. Like the prom, And I'm still, you know what? To this day, no one's ever been able to mesh dragons with uh, like modern warfare quite, quite... 
right? Yeah, yeah. And again, they're actually like it's out there. It's, no one's done it yet. Because even Smaug wasn't that great, you know. And no. Dragonheart wasn't great. Like, again, yeah, like a good sword and sorcery with a dragon meets modern, though, right? Because that was the the reign of fire thing. It was like. Post-apocalyptic meets dragon, so it was like dudes with like machine guns on the back of fucking dragons. Listen, like you just sold me on that pitch. Yeah, man, let's make yeah, it. Like, no, right. yeah, so like you know, so like what went wrong? You know, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I, 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 oh, I'm execu- not I'm, execution no, dependent. Yeah, yeah, I no, guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not actually asking you. I'm oh. kind of just more like. Yeah, <laughs> I was really disappointed by that. What's your favorite sequel? What do you think is the sequel? Ooh. That- Oh, that's a really that's good a great one. question. That's a really good one. I'll be like going back to our earlier conversation. I genuinely like Home Alone 2 way more than because I'm from New York and like it was like a special. So that tickled you. It like, became the, the like, tickled your tank. It became the New York at Christmas thing. I like I you know what I mean that it became like tip, uh, typifying of that. I mean, what's like what's a better sequel than the original? Is that a good question? Or, or just no? What's or your just, favorite sequel? What's my favorite fucking sequel. Because actually, I like the original Godfather better than the second. Me one. Me too. It might be Last Crusade, dude. Honestly, it might be it might be Last Crusade because that's been like a fundamental part of my movie watching mm-hmm. career, as it were. Uh, oh, excuse me, everyone, I'm embarrassed. Uh, Gremlins two, the new badge. <laughs> oh, you, not your, your excuse, sir. Not even a fucking question. <laughs> Gremlins two, yes. You're officially. They excused. took everything that I liked about Gremlins one, which was just Gizmo, and they got rid of all of the scary stuff, and they they made the ultimate fucking kids movie. Uh, so, yep. Yeah, I'm actually trying to rack my brain because, I mean, I actually always did love the Back to the Future trilogy in general. I actually think the third one's underrated. I do, too. I watched that many, many times. That one's fantastic. I loved it. I, I like it. when that little Sec- kid points to his dick. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> no. Well, You've never the, seen that The clip? deleted scenes? Yeah. Well, it's not, no, it's not a deleted scene, guys. Oh, you Warren, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. It's a famous YouTube meme. Someone slowed down the scene at the end when Doc Brown and, and Mary Steenburgen are, like, waving away on the train with their little kids. And their one little, like, toe-haired blonde kid very subtly motions down to his dick a couple times and looks up like he's got to pee. Like, hey, no, and go. what everyone said in henceforth was he was like letting the director know like, I got to go to the bathroom. But it, it was the but only like cut. mid-take. Yeah, it's yeah. only cut that made it into the movie. That's um, amazing. Because also like in Teen Wolf, there's like person who you think like whips out Oh yeah, dick. yeah. Okay, you I ever forgot seen about that? that in the in the risers. In, in the, yeah, in the risers when everyone's like celebrating, there is somebody who unzips their pants <laughs> and, it, and it looks like they whip it out. <laughs> yeah. This is so off topic, guys. But uh, what is the Hulk Hogan? Oh, fuck, I think it's there's a Hulk Hogan movie. Is it Thunder in Paradise? Is that the name of a Hogan movie? Well, it's a name of a TV movie and a TV series. Okay, so that the, Hulk Hogan did. It might not be that. There is a Hogan movie, and and the internet found it when there's a shot of Hulk Hogan riding a motorcycle in like Florida on like. A beachside road. Oh no. oh no! I don't know where this is going, but it's it, crazy. I'm still saying. Oh, I'm no. going to show you the clip. It has nothing to do with Hogan. And they're clearly just shooting him on a motorcycle, right? And in he drives by this beach, and all of a sudden you see a dude with like a black Labrador Retriever throwing it into the ocean. Yes. Okay. I've seen this. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've seen that. <laughs> You've seen yeah, that yeah. too, right? Yeah. Like it's Kia. Like, like, and that dog seems lifeless. It's yeah. How did this get weird. made? Did a whole thing on that. I remember they t- they talked about that yeah. scene. Yeah. Yeah. I dig how did this get made. You you were on there, right? I was on there when I was first for, writing the book. Yeah. For, yeah. Yeah. That's crazy, man. What what else we got uh, movie wise, Cole? Uh, so we've done. How about guilty pleasures? Oh, guilty pleasures. Ones that you don't would normally not admit on a podcast. Okay. Real guilty. So like I have you f- actually feel bad about it. I have a really strange movie that I love called Johnny Suede. Oh gosh, I the, the Brad Pitt one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the hair. Yeah, it hair. was on. It was on channel thirteen. This is like you know on cable, and I was watching it, and it's Brad Pitt grabbing a suede shoe off the top of a payphone, and his hair is like a mile high. And I just started watching, it and I couldn't stop, so I recorded it on VHS off TV, 
and I just kept watching it all the time. It's and you like wear down the tape kind of thing. Like yeah, that's how much you watched well, it. Well, that, was yeah. your fa- that was your uh, your was not Fast Times, was it? Uh, yeah, it's Fast Times, right? Where where she comes out of the pool and everyone says like that's the most worn down yeah the worn down section of a VHS. Of, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, it's this it's this dude trying to make kind of like a David Lynch type movie with Brad Pitt with this wig. And he's trying to play this musician, and it's just so strange. Is the guy who made Living in it. Oblivion? Yeah, it is. Yeah, Tom yes. Thomas. Yeah, because because that character of like the superstar who comes in is yeah. apparently based on Brad Pitt. Oh okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah the guy yeah. who's just like, oh, what about the eye patch? Yeah, 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 that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and so that's just a movie I watched over and over, and there's some really funny stuff in there, and I've recommended it to people. So that's kind of my guilty pleasure. That's your guilty. Yeah, that what's, what's your go-to? Josie and the Pussycats. Of course it is. Love that fucking movie. It's found its audience in recent years. Though, I know. I well, you like. know, I was in the closet about it for so long. <laughs> like for real. Like it's like yeah, like yeah. It's kind of like you just like when you're in your early twenties, you don't as a male, you don't say like, hey, I freaking love Josie and the Pussycats. You know what? I do. I own the soundtrack. I like the whole thing. <laughs> Love it all. They're all very pretty. Did Everything's great. Everyone, everyone's did, funny. The bits work. I'm in. Du jour means Macaulay Culkin. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, believe I've actually nerded out on Seth and Brecken, especially Brecken. He was like, I was nerding out like about like how much I love that movie and stuff. He goes, yeah, you know, I was married to the person who made that movie. I go, yeah, I know. So anyway, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, yeah. no, I'm fucking in. Like, Former dude. guest uh, Matt Bennett as uh, a huge guest fan too. And when they made the vinyl records, yeah. I got uh, Seth and Brecken to uh, sign it for him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. so I had like the. Clueless was definitely my biggest guilty pleasure for like the first half of my life. That's something that is hard to admit. And I got pegged as like a girl movie and got made fun of. Like I had a Clueless T-shirt I wore to middle school, and people were not fucking having it. Own it. Uh, You're you're ahead of the game. I was. That's cool. Now I own it. And I'd say the tip of the spear. I'd say in the latter (laughs) half of my life, my guilty pleasure movie is arguably one of the worst films ever made. It's called Southland Tales. Oh my god! It's by Richard Kelly, who did Donnie Darko. Oh my god! It's got The Rock, Sarah Michelle Gellar, Mandy Moore, really, Sean William Scott, uh, uh, John Lovitz, Sherry O'Terry, Amy Pol. It it is. It is the really really most eclectic kind of thing. It It is Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake. Yeah, yeah. Um, It's when did this come out? Two thousand. Sarah's in it. Four. Sarah Michelle Gellar plays a former former psychic porn star named Kristen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. She's a former porn star who is psychic. It's the. It's (laughs) the. You may have to rephrase that. It is the weirdest <laughs> fucking movie ever made. So, and I've spoken I gotta to, watch this. I've spoken so, to Richard uh, Kelly about this yeah. on podcast. Actually, those that guy in the glasses kind of thing. They actually did a collective like a review uh, of okay. it kind of thing. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, so it's almost like if you just want to like you know instead of spending like three hours watching the movie, just watch their like <laughs> two know, hours and forty minute one. Two yeah. hours and forty five minutes long. And, all, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and also, if you, and I asked Richard Kelly flat out because no one knows what this fucking movie is supposed to be. It was his attempt to do a remake of the Book of Revelations. Yes, no, I know. Set in the future in California in a world with like porn stars and like psychic powers and yeah. ghosts. And no, I know. I know what he was trying to do. Yeah, it didn't really but work. But Jesus Christ. But it's a beautiful, <laughs> like just, much in the way that people say about the room, to me, it's a was beautiful a, fucking well, mess. Like, I mean, actually, has he done another movie since then? Um, no. Because that, that's what I mean. I mean, that, that's how hard movies. like he hit the ground on that one. Like, yeah, that, that put him in director's cemetery yeah because yeah, i mean yeah. you got the rock the fucking rock is in I this movie it was like yeah. a fucking 75 million dollar movie too i think it's like the cast is huge i think it grows like two hundred thousand dollars sean william scott wow. like shaking his hand and rising up in, in a floating ice cream truck yep yep yes. while a kid shoots a blimp <laughs> and with then, a fucking and rocket launcher and it causes the end of the world wait how is this there's a killer there's a killer music real yes dude there's a killer music video just in the middle of it it's just as earnest 
Like, like that's the Absolutely. thing. It's fucking madness. It's madness. It is. Like, yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah. That's it is gotta something. be cool to be so involved in a movie that is probably most people's go-to as a guilty pleasure, right? Like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I I did make another movie called Alien Presence, which Ew. has never come out, and it was just released, and it might dethrone the room. But really? I, hope, I hope nobody sees it. Intentionally? Yeah. <laughs> it's, so, it's really so, bad. Yeah, so keep plugging it. <laughs> keep plugging it. <laughs> no, I should have never go, mentioned it. That's, go well, that's on. That's the problem. That's a, well, here's the great thing about the room. It showed that anyone can do anything they want in this fucking industry if they have enough gumption and apparently crazy money from somewhere like Tommy yeah, did, right? Yeah, and uh, yeah, selling denim. Yeah, yeah. Denim. <laughs> but, but it also, I think it also... I've heard that story. I think it also yeah, yeah, led yeah, to uh, uh, a wave of people trying to intentionally make quote-unquote bad movies and it doesn't fucking work. No, but well, Birdemic yeah, is pretty amazing. Birdemic is the closest to the room in terms yeah, of... Yeah. And I've, I've met that guy too who's also fucking when, crazy person. Yeah, something when. J- James Wan. I, I watched yeah. that and there's some moments where I'm just completely baffled. But here's the thing. I think a guilty pleasure movie needs to be rewatchable. Yes. Yeah. So I feel like when I saw Birdemic, it was just like, it. Com- what the, you know, do I need to like watch it over and Troll over? Troll 2, same way, right? Yeah, or yeah. all that stuff. The Room yeah, is yeah. just something that's really quotable and I think it's just, it's, it's so ridiculous you want to share it and watch it over and over again. So I think it's... Oh, oh hi. I mean, just... Like, <laughs> that just was like, my good... Okay, okay, I was going to say, oh, always, hi, doggy. That's always yeah. my... Yeah. Hi, doggy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually always do that with people, actually. A, a room reference where it's like just like... It's like, hey, how you doing? I haven't seen you in a while. Yeah, how's your sex life? <laughs> like, they're, they're just, just like, just randomly, just ask people how their fucking sex life is. I also like, just like the florist, which is just like, what? It's just every line. There's no pauses, right? It's the, just, hi, Johnny. I didn't see you. You're my favorite customer. We okay, had like bye. no time to shoot that scene. Is that it what like, it was? We just it, pulled up in front. And he's like, we got to go. And so he just rolled in, did the scene as fast as he could. She owned that flower shop. so She, she wasn't was an, an actress. She wasn't an actress. Yes. Which was a shock. And <laughs> so, so she ended up just doing the scene. And I actually got a message from her when the disaster artist came out about like she couldn't believe people come up to her and she wanted to meet up. We never did. But it was just like this competition who could get it done faster. And then on the last take, Tommy saw the dog and he's like, oh, it's so oh, cute. Hi, oh, hi, Dougie. Is it a real thing? She's like, yeah, yeah. it was. You real. mean the living, yeah, it's a real, living, warm, furry animal it's a, it's in front of you? Yes, in front of you. It is real. So yes. it goes to show, movie magic can happen anywhere. Sure, okay. dude. Yeah, I've, I've heard this rumor kind of thing. Okay, Denny. Yeah. <laughs> was he originally written to be autistic or on the spectrum? No, he was supposed to be the all-American teenager. Okay, that's what Tommy's wow. view. It was like Rebel Without a Cause. You know, the I, yeah, I heard the rumor, rumor or whatever that like, yeah, he was originally supposed to be a little. I think later all there. Tommy started saying Den- just to Denny justify was why Denny was acting that way. Actually, yeah. I always actually wanted it to be true, so that, like it was like he was supposed to be autistic, but the actor didn't know. <laughs> well, he asked like, "How old is this guy supposed to be?" Because he's like jumping into bed with them. Yes, which is and the he doesn't get like scene of all time. Oh God, yeah. I mean, that's how the movie starts. So, um, but yeah, no, it, he open, was... it opens with that. That's, <laughs> like, two is fine, but three is a crowd. Yeah, yeah but he's yeah. like, "Bye, lovebirds." My dad, when I first showed him the rough cut, he's like, "What is? What are we getting?" into here but i think mm-hmm. he was just supposed to be an all-american teenager well that's got to be and this is a so the, the, the boy next door <laughs> yeah. oh man i really wanted that rumor to be true this is gonna ah, be, be interesting for you too dude right because like you i'm sure when you first hooked up with tommy and i might be wrong but i'm sure a lot of people a, in your life class you yeah. had an acting class yes. i'm sure a lot yeah. of people in your personal life were like what the fuck are you doing oh yeah they thought like dude you're throwing including you're throwing your parents your, and every, my, my mom was like you're throwing your already she thought i was nuts when i did the home alone thing and i'd set traps <laughs> yeah but you were in seventh grade that's forgivable yeah, but now she's like, okay, now he's met this guy and he's going to move to L.A. She thought, like, this is totally crazy. So she confronted him and she's like, what do you want with my son? And then she's like... Ooh, that's a, that's a heavy question. 
what do you want with my son? Yeah, it's in the and movie. She, yeah, it's yeah. Artist, and so, yeah. so she's like, then she's just like, okay, no sex, Tommy. And he's like, well, we all do. And so <laughs> it was, it got really awkward. But I really thought, I mean, once I got to know Tommy, he, he was like this lovable weirdo. And you there know? must and be some kind of justification, a feeling of justification or vindication that all these years later, look how accepted and kind of love Tommy is, especially with disaster artists making it all that much more mainstream and, and kind of celebrated. Like, you were right in your instinct with him, dude. And that's got to be kind of fucking cool. At the Oscars this year, did you ever tell him that he should probably take his sunglasses off? Or any of those, like, all, all, all of the award shows? He was always wearing a suit, always slumped over, <laughs> and always wearing his sunglasses. Those, and it was like, did anyone ever say, like, hey, take off your sunglasses? He, yeah, they, they did, like, take your glasses off. He's like, why? No, I don't want to. So, he... I, yeah, never I, wanted to, and I figured, you know. But, but I, remember, is, is, I remember Sean Astin was on the on the red carpet yeah. uh, uh, for the Lord yeah. of the Rings, stuff like that. And his sister like called him on his cell phone and texted him because he was wearing his sunglasses. Take your fucking sunglasses and take off. your fucking sunglasses off. <laughs> and an he asshole. did like literally mid interview, like he takes his sunglasses off. Tommy can do whatever Tommy wants, but is there? No, is, Tommy can do whatever he wants. Like, so I'm just saying, did anyone say anything? Have, have your parents <laughs> come around on him? Have have the people in your life come around on him? Has Hollywood yeah. in general kind of come around on him? And you guys as a as a because clearly you're working with the dude more. Like well, yeah. I mean, cause, yeah. You didn't use this as like a jumping off point. To you go reconnected with him and worked with him again. It's sweet so that you guys are yeah. fucking friends. Like. I think I just have come to, you know, I'm at peace with uh, early on, you know, a lot of people judge like these two guys. It's kind of weird. Yeah. But but really, I saw something in him. You know, he's like I said, he's a lovable weirdo. He's creative. He's he's out there. He's um, and so I've just come, you know, at peace with where the friendship is and i think a lot of people get him now a lot more than they used to because before they'd see him and just think he's just like weird vampire guy well, yeah, but, yeah yeah because i mean it does come off as like crazy at first oh yeah i mean he puts yeah. up a billboard for five years with his number with, on with his lazy eyes for real i mean i said that without judgment was I mean, it, it, was just, it with, with the intensity <laughs> of uh tennessee williams yeah i mean he just yeah he, that was yeah. the because i drove by it every fucking day like i mean he was completely fearless thinking this is like he's gonna be the next Marlon Brando and then it ended up like working in a really twisted yes, way which is the cool like it's the coolest like fucking Hollywood ending ever you know what I mean yeah yeah. yeah. other than that movie Hollywood ending and besides the Me Too part of it oh I said the Me Too thing again. yeah you yeah. did that what no the, the Hollywood ending oh that <laughs> Me Too part yeah you're right about that I forgot I was like oh no did Tommy get Me Too no no we no. shouldn't be talking about this <laughs> um what, what, you can cut that part too. Yeah, who knows? We'll figure it out. <laughs> what are uh, what are some movies you've seen recently that really struck you, man? That really that you really dug? You know, like what, who are your favorite filmmakers going today? Um, I love David Fincher. Um, Dan yeah, he's Gil always great. Gilroy, who directed uh, Nightcrawler. I saw a double, really weird double feature recently: Hereditary and A Quiet Place. Wow, I haven't seen either of those yet, and um, I want to see both. Both will. Yeah, I heard A Quiet Place is really cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And actually, Hereditary, Hereditary actually Hereditary just came out. Like, yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, both movies I think really do something interesting. Uh, Quiet Place is is a. I can't believe no one's tried to make that kind of movie. It's really original. Um, it's tight. It's really great. I, it's a good double feature. For okay. sure. What about mm -hmm. you, Mag? What have you seen? Have you seen anything in the last year that's really struck you? Infinity War. Yeah, buddy. You like <laughs> Honestly, it? I saw it twice. Dope. I'm a huge Marvel fan anyway. Comics grew up that way and that kind of stuff. Uh, it was yes, like it, 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 it pickled my tank. I mean, it really, really. I was, I was saying the word tickle in my mouth. I know. We're yeah. doing too many podcasts. Dude. I know. I know. Okay. Uh, no, I loved it actually. Like I, I don't watch. I don't like watching movies in the theater. So nor do I as much. Anymore, but I went to yeah. see that opening weekend, nice. and then you know what I did two days later. Saw it again. <laughs> you know, yeah. I I always love that kind of stuff. The way that that thing when I was a kid, 
is actually now being manifested and manifested properly, like the way that like I always wanted. Yeah, it's our all our little kid dreams come true. Right? Exactly. Like, yeah. yeah. So, uh, um, love, love, love that. Actually, I love actually what Marvel's doing in general. Yeah, Thor. Yeah. We both like. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's uh, why you're most excited usually to go to the theaters more. The, those are the only ones I go to, really? kind of thing. Like at least in the theater, and even then, actually, like I, I'm actually a very patient man. Like I actually will wait until like yeah, like I didn't see Ant Man until like you know it came yeah, out I, like I, digitally yeah, and but, things like that. But like love, love, love that, yeah. that kind of thing. So I, I love those kind of things. I actually loved Snowpiercer. I saw that. Thank you, buddy. Love I that love movie. Snowpiercer. It was pretty much. It was like when because I, I was forced to. Um, by uh, some friends of ours to go see the last of the Hunger Games movies. And I already kind of seen the other ones and went there and they go like everyone in the car afterwards talking about what they like, they don't like and that stuff. And I just, I'm keeping quiet because they just know. And like, you know, and then finally I'm asked like, so Mac, what do you think? I go, I really liked that movie when it was one movie and it was done better. And it was called Snowpiercer. <laughs> like, no, for real. Like it's like the whole kind of, even the aesthetic of the upper class and all that kind of stuff. And the whole kind of like class system you know, all, even the you know the, the kind of like yeah, fighting fighting for your like yeah, for your existence. That's like, actually you know, a funny. No, it's Snowpiercer. It's actually a funny transition too because like I so like I have those movies that, and I, I'm a screenwriter too and and um I want to be a filmmaker and like I have those movies every few years that make me go oh sweet if I was a 13 year old kid and I saw that movie that would make me want to be a filmmaker and those are the ones I respond to the most so mm-hmm. like Attack the Block was huge for me a few years yeah, that's ago a great one. Mm-hmm. where I go like it's the movies where you go fuck I wish I did that right yeah yeah those are the ones that like yeah like, um, yeah, make the ones that make you kick yourself and then, like, why didn't I think of the that the guy first? who did Snowpiercer and I'm, I'm not even going to try to remember names because it was me racing I'm going to butcher it because he's a South Korean guy but he did Okja last year for Netflix which I really fucking love too and then a movie called The Witch. Oh, I love The Witch. I, res- I have a movie. witch tattoo. I have the no quote, live deliciously tattoo. Like, I love that fucking movie. Then you're going to love Hereditary. Oh, I'm so yeah, excited, definitely. dude. Another movie was Get Out. That's another one I forgot to mention. Get Out was great. Oh, awesome. I, I actually haven't seen that yet. Oh, you haven't seen you didn't yeah, see yeah. Get Out? No, no, man. Like, I, I, I tweeted about it, but I didn't see it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you, you do that sometimes. <laughs> shout out Solo. Ha- hashtag, shout out to Twitter. Um, <laughs> Mac, did you see The Witch? No. You dig it, dude. It's like... The simplest horror film, it, it, it's like a period horror film in the, in, it's so hard to describe. What, what, what would your pitch be? Like, it's subtle and it's quiet and it's like, is yeah, it about, is about is witches? It's a slow, <laughs> there's no, like, for real, is it? Yeah, it could, it, it, could just, it could just be a turn of phrase. Like, <laughs> no, it is. I mean. no, it is. It's a period film about like a religious family that's in, a, in North America that gets ostracized from the community and they move like deep into the forest and all this it's fucked period, up. period or is it modern? 1700s. Yeah, okay. what I like oh, is so the trailer. Very, very, you know, Scarlet Letter. Old English. Yeah, exactly. Old yeah. English. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The trailer doesn't give it away, which Nothing. I like. It kind of, it's kind of confusing. Like, it's not that movie. So I thought I liked that it did that. Yeah, no, I thought, okay. it, I thought it was great. All right, yeah, check yeah. this out. I like Zootopia a lot. Are you yeah. into animated films at all? I am, yeah. You are? Yeah. What have you seen recently um, that you've done? Or in general? Some of my favorite, like, well, The Incredibles. Up. Yeah, I'm actually looking forward to that sequel. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. It actually looks fun, too. Definitely, yeah. yeah I like the fact that they like, they took their time. Exactly. Like, yeah, it gets, like 15 it makes you years, excited for right? Us. Yeah, yeah. yeah but, Wally's you know. another great one that I really like. Yeah, yeah. I love Ratatouille. I think Ratatouille is my great. favorite Pixar. Definitely. That one's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I really, I recently you look, you look all the Miyazaki kind of stuff. I do. I'm a huge anime guy. Spirited Away is my top I named my cat after Haku. Did you? Kohaku, the Haku River. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, Spirited Away is in my like top three movies ever made. Definitely, like Miyazaki was was is huge and like 
Totoro, I saw when I was like six years old or something. And, Ponyo you know I mean? was another Ponyo really, I love. Really strange mm-hmm. one. That's yeah. the one about the fish. Shout out to uh, Rose Williams from Changeland who loves Ponyo. Oh, yes, yes, <laughs> I got yes. her a little inflatable Ponyo thing oh, look when at we you. were in Japan. You're yeah, so yeah, sweet. Yeah, yeah. Oh, come on. You're so sweet. Oh, stop it. I know. Look oh, at you. Buying Are you a foreign film guy too? Like I am. Yeah, I love French film. Obviously. Yeah, yeah. Um, what, what, yeah. What are your, who are your guys? language? Uh, there's uh, my favorite French film is called Jean de Florette. It's a movie that came mm-hmm. out in the mid '80s. Um, really phenomenal. Manon was the sequel. Mm-hmm. The Untouchable, or the, what's the the one that came out? The one with Omar Sy. Yeah, Omar yeah, Sy. Yeah, right. That was yeah, a great yeah. French film. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that one a lot. The Eighth Day is another good one. Okay, I've heard of that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What about you, Mag? Are you ever getting into French sure. movies? Uh, train spotting, because you actually can't understand <laughs> what the fuck they're saying for the first half hour of that movie. That, uh, that was a really good French film, I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, Danny Boyle, it's Danny a Boyle language. is my favorite it's French a, filmmaker. It's a foreign language film. Like, yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah, no, I actually don't understand what the hell they're saying for 30 minutes. No, seriously, rewatch that movie. And, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, especially... Uh, like, oh, they put the fucking bags out there, you know. It's like, what the fuck did you just say? <laughs> Subtitles, bro. Subtitles. That's what I'm talking. Uh, I never saw the sequel. Did any of you guys? No, I heard no. it was good. I heard it was actually really good. I why did none of us see? Why did no one see the trains by? I actually, sequel? I, I watched the trailer like 20 times too. So I was actually really jazzed about it. Isn't that weird that all well, of us just forgot to watch it? You know it? what? I'm gonna watch that on the plane tonight. There you go. You're gonna do that. You just yeah. hope that it's on the plane. No, I'm gonna download it oh, and then I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> oh, tec- like, uh, technology. I, we live in the goddamn future. Right, <laughs> Another <laughs> sequel that I skipped. I don't know why. Was Bad Santa too. Oh, I you were lucky. Oh, did you like you that? Were, I actually were, heard nice things about that. You were that. lucky to skip it. Really? Oh, God. Really? It's actually, I heard it's actually some nice about things you? about you. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. Really? It was very clear that I think was... people were just, like, those are obviously fans of the original, maybe, or something. If you remove Terry Zweigoff and the Coens from it, you get this. It was just them cursing and, like, being crass for no okay. reason and all of the, like, I don't know. Well, see, I, I won't believe everything I hear then. All right. I really, uh, there's a French filmmaker I really, really got into. Um, uh, he, he made the single most successful film in French history is called. Uh, Bienvenue à Ch'ti, which is like Welcome to the Sticks. Mm-hmm. It's a guy named Danny Boone. Um, and he was also in that... Very gym. French name. He's very French. He's like a French Jew. He used to be like a mime and an acrobat. And he became like the French Jim Carrey over the yeah. last like 15 years. I'm just saying years. a French name is like, he was like Jean-Michel, you know. Danny yeah. Boone. No, yeah, it's Danny, D- Danny D- Boone. D-A-N-Y, but I guess... <laughs> yeah, no, but still, uh, And he's teasing. made like a bunch of movies. Um, uh, the big one was like Welcome to the Sticks. And then he made uh, a movie called Nothing to Declare... Um, he's he's in uh, the Genoa movie uh, Micmax. He's, okay, yeah. The main dude in Micmax. Yeah, is fucking fantastic. Like so, I've I've seeked out everything he's done since. Basically, uh, another really good French filmmaker is the guy who made The Artist. Yeah, uh, from a few years ago. What is that oh, dude's I, name again? I forget. That's the black and white one where they don't talk, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, the one with the dog. <laughs> Maria, yeah, Uggy. Yeah, yeah. Remember Uggy the dog? Mm-hmm. That was that dog's name. That's the only thing I remember about that situation. <laughs> he was on like all the red carpets and shit. That dog. Mm-hmm. That dog right, had like right. 15 minutes in the sun, man. <laughs> like the little Miss Sunshine girl. Abigail Breslin. Is that who that is? Yeah. Oh, she wound up having a career though? Yeah, no, she's, oh, okay. she's doing just fine for remember herself. Remember for a minute. You get judgmental. Remember for like, a minute <laughs> when it was just that little Miss Sunshine girl everywhere? It was like the year of little Miss Sunshine girl? Yeah, yeah. I've never seen that movie. Uh, yeah. Any good? Yeah, um, yeah it is. I really liked it. Yeah, I really liked it. Same it's, dude made um, Safety Not Guaranteed, I think, was yeah, the first yeah. movie. Yeah. It, it's, it's the right kind of quirky and dark and yeah. things like that. Like, yeah, her performance that her grandpa taught her. Yeah. 
Like yeah, a dance thing, right? Yeah, yeah. You, you watch it, watch to, it, watch I'll, it. I'll have to check it out. Watch it tonight on the plane. Yeah, okay. Am yeah. I going somewhere? Yeah, yeah. Look <laughs> under your seat, Matt. You're going on a plane, and you're going on a plane. That, we, everyone look under your we seat. Like to give every, going on a we plane. like to give every guest on the Bunny Ears podcast a random plane ticket. It yeah, is yeah. one way and non-refundable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hope there, you like Sacramento. There's an Uber. There's an Uber outside waiting for <laughs> That's you. Where I'm from? Where are you going home, buddy? Uh, <laughs> By the way, speaking of another weird story, at the Independent Spirit Awards this year. This guy comes up to Tommy and I. He's like freaking out over Tommy, and sure enough, it was Chris Columbus. Oh, goodness. oh wow! Who uh, oh, that. who said he loved the room, he loved the disaster artist, and I was trying to like talk to him. I was pitch like, dude, movie. dude, I want to make a pitch. <laughs> and he was like, Home Alone, what? And he just kept focus focusing on Tommy, and I was like, No, dude, I'm like, right here. Like, no, Matt, can you make a call for Greg? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Set yeah. up a general. I, I, Set I, up I a general. Well, I hadn't seen him. Uh, in like uh, you know a long yeah. time, and I was doing a play in London, like in like 2001, 2002. Madame Melville. Madame Melville. And so I'm walking backstage, you know, and going to the stage door, and there's Chris and his wife, and wow. and uh, I just like just turned. I hadn't seen him in forever. <laughs> Did you yeah. run because he was the man who tried to get you killed for all those <laughs> no, years? No, no. no. <laughs> and so I we kind of just both paused yeah. at each other, and I said, you know what? You're a lot shorter than I remember. <laughs> before he was an adult, yeah, and now, yeah, yeah, now I'm like, yeah, we're hey. the same height. Hey, there you go. Hey. Hey. But no, yeah, got a big kick out of so that. So when is like your that. schedule clear enough to do this Disney World thing? Uh, I don't know, <laughs> yeah. man. We got to. Um, will you really talk. get? Greg, will you get us the script? I will. I will. It's Honestly, 86 pages. It's, oh, I would love. I would um, love it. Maybe, maybe, maybe we could have you do, back do, in the future. Do you mind do a reading like or something? Notes? If I give you notes? Yeah, yeah. No, okay. We can live with that. By the way, you want to hear the weirdest thing? So you're you're cool with red ink, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, just, just right, red good, line good, good. and yeah, yeah, go yeah, with yeah. It. But you want to hear the weirdest thing of all? Yes, when please. I revisited the script, you know what I gave my as my character name? No, Mark. Ah, oh wow! That's I amazing. couldn't believe that's so fucking I named weird, myself dude. Mark. Oh hi! <laughs> In the book, I didn't. I said because the full name of the character's name is Mark Drake, so I just used Drake because I didn't want to turn into Mark again. But I did name myself Mark. That's so great! Oh yeah. wait, I think. I think my oh, special I think, lady friend is at the door. I think your special lady friend who we're now calling by her name is at the door. Apparently. I know, yeah. You mean, duh? The secret's out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit, come in. We're almost done. Oh, hi. Oh, 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 hi, Brenda. <laughs> She's here to escort Mac away, which means it's Mac's bedtime soon. So Yeah, I know. We've yeah. talked about our favorite movies. Um, uh... Greg, what is what is the what is the future plan for you, dude? You're gonna keep acting. You're gonna yeah, keep what writing. You, what you got? What you got? Um, well, I really enjoyed making these two movies. Um, I really want to make a horror film. That's the next thing I want to do. That's I cool. think I think just the joy of kind of writing something, creating, and just making it. I think it's just something that um, was really really rewarding. And so whatever happens, whether it's like the second worst movie or the worst movie, I feel like just making stuff. Is Are you I'm, afraid of making a good movie now? Does it like yeah, ruin your yeah. shit? I was. <laughs> I was a little concerned about that, but I figured, you know, if you've, you've made something that's at the bottom, you can only go up. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it's all uphill from here. And, so, uh, yeah. and Room 2, when, when are we expecting that? In I theaters? pitched it to Tommy. Speaking of sequels, Did you really like, pitch Tommy, him? I Really? Think, okay. What, I, what you got? How does I he come think, back to life? I think he, so he shoots himself, yeah. and then it cuts to him in an ambulance, and he slowly stirs, and then you just cut to six months later, and then you can do whatever the hell you want. Maybe now he's a ladies' man. He got his promotion. I think he could just be a voice in Mark's head. For like I, the whole like movie, Firestorm? like he's haunting. Yes, he's yeah, haunting he's him. haunting him. That's kind of what we did with the so new can movie. Do, she can do cut asides and cut like flashbacks and flash True. like kind of like sideways. And like all of a sudden, you start talking like Tommy, and you're like, "What's happening?" Like he's a, make it like a body swap. That's actually thing. a really smart move. That uh, could but, be but, really fun. Or what if yeah, he had you're like welcome. A, I'm an idea guy. <laughs> that's what I'm here for. <laughs> or he's got a twin brother that 
comes back. <laughs> but I do like amazing. I do like Timmy. Yeah. But he has to wear his like like hair like in a ponytail or something. Like so, it's the same, but just like one little there. Like a, yeah, no, he that he's slightly taller. He's, yeah, he, 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 has, he has the shoes. Be a different go. person, yeah. Does he, does he? And he's a banker too, but he's really successful. Yeah, 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 like, exactly. Does like, he? Does he wear their shoes in his civilian life? Ever? It was a brilliant choice because he kind of walks like Frankenstein. So it was a really brilliant. Those shoes are great. Does he? But he actually wear them in his like day to day. To I make himself look taller. I think, just for that part. Um, I think he might sneak him out every once in a while. Ah, nice. But wouldn't you, if you could suddenly be like a like t- fucking a foot taller? I still have my Party Monster platform. You do. Shoes. I've seen you wear them. I can. I can, you can, I can run a. Ma- I can yeah. run a marathon in those fuckers. <laughs> I like, tried. Yeah, I'm fantastic. I've never been in high heels before Max's apartment. I tried to walk in one pair, and like my ankles just immediately went. Nope. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's yeah, tough. No, it's tough. Mm-hmm. Give it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, this was awesome, dude. Thanks for coming dude, and yeah, chatting. Thanks so much for coming here. Honestly, dude, and like, we'll, we'll, I mean, we'll read the script first. We don't want to promise anything. But yeah. yeah. There I might mean, be we s- could switch roles if yeah, you wanted. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we, we, <laughs> we, 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 let, let's set up a table read. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Maybe we could yeah. do a podcast table read of your seventh grade script or something. I even did the whole cover. I had the Disneyland Castle and the Disney World Castle in the back, and both of us were wearing Mickey Mouse hats with our thumbs up. So I sketched it, it and everything, man. Let's talk to Dr. Nick Roth and Lindsay. And Let's do it. Tr- like, and actually, like, do, do it like Let's we do did. Let's do a table read. Do, do it like we did with the emu war. Let's do a table read. And yeah. Tommy can read. The bad guys, Chris Columbus, can be here since he no, likes no, the room. No, we're in. No, he, he just does all the, the, he just the, does the every- stage direction. <laughs> yeah, Tommy yeah, yeah, does all, does the, stage all the stage direction. direction. Yeah, that, that's a <laughs> good idea. Let him rewrite it. Give him a pass. No, but Warren, you heard it here first, and we're serious about this. Greg, where can people find you online? Any kind of social media. It's just Greg Sestero. Uh, on Cicero. the things, on the things, like the twitters yep. and on the yep. instas and yep. all. Like, and are the you Facebooks. are you active? I try to be. It's yeah, I try to be. But sure, um, man. and then best friends is the movie that exactly that we're doing in so. two parts too, right? It's two parts. And when can people see it and where? Uh, it's it's going to be officially released in the fall. Okay, so, awesome. Yeah. Oh, cool, cool. So you got yep. some time. So get it, get excited, Warren. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. Get moist. And yeah. uh, I'm on all the things at Camel Toad. You can find us on Twitter at Bunny Ears Pod, on Instagram at Bunny Ears Podcast. What, what's our phone number? Oh man. <laughs> It's eight four five easy e hoax. Wait, wait, what's that number again? Eight four five three nine three four six two nine. That easy e thing is a total hoax. Leave us a voicemail and we'll discuss if easy e was a hoax. Um, and uh, go to bunnyears.com for stuff and things and shirts and things. Yeah, things and things and, and stuff and art stuff. print things. Yeah. Uh, where are you at, kid? I'm at, I'm at Incredible Kulk on the Twitters and at Kulkamania on the Instagrams. Yeah, go you check are. out check out my like media stuff or don't whatever <laughs> you don't care suck Greg, a dick thank you so much hey, thank you guys this was really this fucking amazing. awesome yeah, thank yeah. you so much Matt, thank you what, so much what do, we do, what do we tell them at the end of every show well you try not to suck too much dick but if you do send pics <laughs> oh hi pics to, to Sinestro <laughs> watch out Green Lantern find me gag me take me to the bunny ranch Hello, Bunny Ears. This is Australia. Guys, we love you. But seriously, you're very judgy. Get off that dick, all right? Anyways, guess what's some dick. Love you. Matt, Matt, it's Pat. I know it's been a while. I moved. Get off my case. It's on your fucking business. Anyways, I'm watching Mr. Rich right now, and I can't tell you how much a Devin Sawell could have done a better job. This is ridiculous. Anyways, truly, love you guys. Love the podcast. No, love you like more than a friend. Kind of love you. Matt, you especially. Bald-headed bastard. Anyways, suck some dick.
Matt, you're fantastic. Love bagged and boarded. Mac, you're fantastic. I love the good son and all of the other shit. Fuck you guys. I love it. Keep being awesome. Cheers, guys. A Bunny Ears LLC production. You are freaking lumberjack!